Look at that. We got a song, Jimmy. Love it. Welcome to All Over the Place with Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan. We're back. And uh, someone, a lot of people reached out and said, you need a song. We did need a song. We, well, we got, got one. one. Thanks to Tommy Schneeman. Tommy Schneeman did this? Reached out and said, you need a song. He's like, dude, write one. And he did, huh? And he did. And now I got to figure out what I should pay him for this. But I'm excited to be back, dude. You had a big weekend. I did. It was a lot of fun. So did you. You were in Carolinas. You had, uh, how's Ralphie? Ralphie is great, man. Yeah, post-neutering. We talked about that last week. He is already humping legs. Had a boy. Sniffing asses. Just took He's the back. edge off. My daughter had a great birthday party. Yeah? Um, you know, it was as great as an eight-year-old birthday party could be. I heard it was a shit show. So I was <laughs> completely stressed out, and I was out of town, but we got through it. We got through it. Um, so we got a lot to get after. Very excited about this song. Very yeah. happy about it. should call him Tommy Themen because he's making themes. No? Okay. That kid's got a lot going on. All right. He's young, attractive, and funny. Thank God he has music to fall back on. Business. Yeah, right. He's going to be okay. He's a triple threat. Thanks, bud. Appreciate um, the song. But we talked about it at, just up top here, Jimmy. You had the, the first album yeah. recording sold out four, five shows at Rosemont. Incredible. Three official, one pretty much sold out the Late Show Friday. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out. Uh, thanks to everyone who, anything, people who reached out couldn't make it. But it was awesome. It was uh 1,200 people throughout the course of the weekend came out to see me, man. That could that be the last cool. time that many people are allowed to gather. In That's one, unbelievable. It was in it. one place. That was That it. was the last. They sealed it off Ugh. after they zipped it up like the <laughs> E.T. house. What if we got quarantined in Rosemont? That's what they need to do to Earth right now. They need to zip up a whole big plastic thing over it. If you're going to do that, though, like Rosemont's the place to be. Oh my like, God. all I've got is ice skating and bowling and 17 bars and a movie theater. Oh, man. That's the best part of the, about that's a total... St- staycation area <laughs> i hate when people say staycation but dude the coronavirus is it's real it is effing things up i know quick how was your weekend did it affect you at all was everything good with the shows everything was great last weekend yeah. we were in uh charleston it was fantastic um then we went to durham north carolina uh, down to the d-pack yeah and we were in durham last year and i think we did a different uh, venue the carolina theater this year we were at the performing arts center a little bigger and we did four more shows. So he's, that market's really grown. Just continues to it was, uh, escalate. It was a blast. It was a good weekend. That's awesome, man. Good. Got, got a massage while what? I was. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because I got a, like a life changing. It wasn't even like a real massage. What was it? It was, um, I, it was like a mini session. Okay. That this guy, Sebastian's got a guy. Okay. And he's a, like a guru. Yeah. So he gave me like a little glimpse. He's like, I was asking him questions. He's mm-hmm. like, well, he's like, I'll, I'll give you. How long was the mini session? 15 minutes. And that's enough. I mean, he knows that's all he's got to do. And, and then you're going to talk about it. I thought I've had massages in the past. Mm-hmm. This dude like isolates your muscle and st- like just the pain, the pressure he puts on it. <sighs> I don't know if I like that. But the release afterwards, I mean, I was like yeah. grabbing the, I was in, we were in my uh, hotel room. This mm-hmm. sounds very... Yeah, this is getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> Several people have turned this off already. This is life on the road. This is where you can fast forward. People ask, like, what's it like on the road? Well, I have dudes come in, rub this me down. <laughs> Life-changing rub downs. It was... Um, Isolate the muscle, give you some pain. It helped. It helped a lot. Did and you it, feel like a different person after? Yeah, so this guy was telling me, which what, the part I find interesting, that's what I want to talk about, is that he is such a proponent of this type of mm-hmm. physical therapy that um, 
what, basically what he says is everyone gets surgery. That's what doctors do. They don't touch you anymore. You go to the office. They don't touch you. They're not yeah. going to, my back hurts. Oh yeah. We're going to get an it's MRI. We're going to do a scan. We're going to do a, and, or, and they're going to lead you down the path to surgery. That's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Not true. In this situation, this guy said you could cure a lot of things with, uh, with massage. Were you going, but like it's not like someone just giving you like a rub down. Yeah. Was I going with? Like, were you going for like a specific ailment that you were looking to get taken care of? I've had a lot of neck. A little tension? A lot of back and neck pain. Mm-hmm. My back, my neck and my back. <laughs> Is that Friday? So the, um, and I've had a toe issue. I've been uh, getting uh, physical therapy on my toe. Those people are also fantastic. Yeah, a toe like physical a, therapy? Uh, yeah, I have like this uh, really odd thing. So Sarah and I went and got massages like a strip mall. Mm-hmm. Like right around our anniversary. This is how we, we celebrate. We went like kids are at school. Kids are at school, and we went to like one of those happy feet places. Like it's not, you know, there's no sign for the promotion. Yeah, there's not a lot of diplomas on the wall. There's not (laughs) a lot of certifications. Yeah, there's like a, you know, the the chart of the body. I love when they just put that up there, all the muscles, and they're like, yeah, that's I have that. (laughs) That's in my body. (laughs) I've got all of them. I got yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think this guy he was grabbing my toes and like doing like the snap off at the end grand finale like boop, 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 you know like popping them like popping them almost like gripping like them like cracking your toes a little bit and i think he dislocated my toe this or is tore the, something this, this is, is the guy in happy feet yes so they weren't very happy by this the end is, of it no it was brutal it was sad feet torn torn toe feet it was awful so i i actually didn't put it together though because it really started to rear its head like three four weeks after that mm-hmm. and i kind of traced it back to that so they said you probably Got it torn then, and you just exacerbated it by just Living walking or running or doing. So I've been chasing this. Yeah. It's one bad toe can sideline you, dude. I haven't been Absolutely. able to do shit. So what did this magician do to your toe? He got in there and just rubbed it out and just, yeah. like, I was screaming. But I've been feeling better than I've ever felt the last couple days. You were screaming at what he was doing to your toe. I was, uh... Like, how much pressure do you put on a toe? It was... Significant pain. It's already painful to the touch already. Okay. But I think there's just like knotted up in there, but I don't in know. 15 minutes. Ever, do you get massages? Not enough. I've got a couple. They're fan- if you get a good one. Yeah. It's hard to get. A- I had one. I got one around here one time. This woman was like, she had hard candy, sucking on hard candy. <laughs> You're just leaning over my ear. Oh. Rattling off her teeth. Atta boy. Just get here at ricocheting. Just like I'm an like, earthquake. She, she's not those... going to chew this thing. She's not. She started chewing it. No. Crunching. Why? Hard candy. Oh, that's while the rainforest song is on, the waterfall is going. <laughs> Such a relaxing that she's just in my ear. Avalanche. <laughs> oh, brutal. Yeah, it's hard to get it. I got a good massage once in an airport. I you ever see these people who get them in public? Like it stresses me yeah. out when you go to the mall and you see them like they're just face in the down, middle of the thing. Yeah, clothed. Yeah. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you Sitting doing in a mall? That, go that just padded. go home. Put toilet seat, just <laughs> shove their face in there. Right. That, that, but I did it once in an airport. I was dying. How was it? And I had like a layover. You know, when you have like a, it was, dude. So I've, I had done it once in Atlanta mm-hmm. and it was like decent. Then I was somewhere else. I forget. Uh, I, I love we're getting Sarah, more of the story. By the Sarah, way. Like once Sarah airport. was with me the second time I did it. And it was like the best massager I ever had. And I was, the girls working on me and I was like, so this is what you do. You're at the, the airport all the time. She's like, no, I'm actually about to quit. I got to book a business. I was like, I bet you do. Yeah. Cause if you lived in Chicago, I'd try and get on your list, you know, cause you find a good one. 
These people you can't are, beat it. They're fantastic. But now she's been replaced. She's been replaced with the guru. So look out there if you're uh, contemplating surgery on a joint, hip, shoulder, knee. You might be able to get that thing worked on. Rub that thing out. What's the like? <laughs> you want to isolate that clip? This is the weirdest <laughs> non-sponsorship we've had yet. <laughs> I just want to replay. Rub that thing out. <laughs> I like. I had physical therapy for my shoulder, and you know, a lot of working with it. I just yeah. can't picture how much can be done to your little toe to warrant an hour session to it's get not your my little, little toe. toe oh, I'm sorry, that was it's your my little second toe. toe. Oh, I'm so it happens sorry. Happens to be my largest oh, toe. Oh, never mind. That's Which just, they say is it really? contributes to the problem. Ugh, yeah, my second toe is You're longer. One of them? My second toe is longer than I mine. I think I am. And they said that that's often uh, one of the issues that that can be a problem for healing. It's longer than your big toe. Yep. It's a sign of intelligence. I don't think that's true. You probably can't wrap your head around that. <laughs> dumbass, short toe, <laughs> short toe, Ew. dumbass. You got me. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was the, uh, the massage story. It's a good one. Well, you know. I'm trying. I, I, you find yourself doing that now? Like things happen. You're like, oh, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, on the podcast. Yeah, I need to let people know about this. Yeah. I had one this week. Um, so Rosemount was great. Everything was really fun. And then I uh, left my keys in the green room oh, um, on Saturday night. I was like just leaving stuff there on purpose. And I forgot my keys were in there. So I had to Uber for 48 hours until I could get my keys on Monday. And oh, yeah, they're closed on Sunday. There you go. Oh, so man. Saturday... Um, I'm Ubering to go meet up with some family. It's like four o'clock Saturday afternoon. Um, backseat of an Uber riding along, we get pulled over and I'm like, are we getting pulled over? And the guy's like, yeah, but I didn't do anything wrong. Cop gets out, walks up to my window, rear passenger window. Oh my God. Knocks on the this, window. This guy was like a. Yeah. Like I, I have no idea what's going this on. This guy was running from the law. I have no idea what's going on, but knocks on my window, asked me to unroll it. And now I'm fumbling. Like yeah. I'm doing something wrong. Cause I don't know. I've never been in this vehicle before. You do drugs on you? I'm like, no, I'm like <laughs> no contraband whatsoever that he was able to find. Were you strapped? That was, I, did, I didn't have my AK. It was a, was a good day. Um, it, so he, I like, he had to manually unroll the window and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? He's like, Hey, you're not wearing your seatbelt. I was like, I, I guess not. I'm in the back seat of an Uber. I didn't right. think this was possible. Like, yeah, you got to wear it everywhere. I was like, sorry. And he was like, can I have your license? And oh, I was like, man. You, yeah, really? Me? I'm not driving. He goes, ah, I need it anyway. Can I have your license? And then like goes to the driver. I'm in the rear passenger no side. It's like goes around the car and he's like, guy wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And the driver's like, I don't know. The driver's freaking out. I mean, this is his livelihood. He has no idea what's sure. happening. So guy uh, leaves for three minutes, comes back with my ID and hands me a ticket, a $60 ticket and goes, it won't go on your driving record or anything else. Um, it's not going to be on your, your new album. It's not going to be on your new album. <laughs> it is. He's like, I'm here on a federal grant writing seatbelt tickets. Really? Yeah. That's how we're doing as a country. We got enough money just to. Yeah. We don't have money to find a vaccine. But There's no so, test for the coronavirus. But send the seatbelt cops to Oak Forest. Oh my gosh. Isn't that jacked That's up? That's what it was, Oak 60 Forest? 60 bucks for a seatbelt ticket in the back seat of an, I didn't even know that was possible. I saw him like sitting at the, he was sitting in the lane next to us and we're in a car. He's in an SUV. So he's like staring down at me. And I just like, I was on my phone. I looked up and I glanced back and never even thought anything. And it was like a shoulder strap seatbelt. So I guess he could see that I didn't have it on. And this dude pulled us over for my seatbelt in the back seat of a car. I'd be livid. I was just ridiculous. And no one believed me. I'm like running late now. And I'm like, I just got pulled over. And like, you're in an Uber. I didn't know that was a law. You have to have a seatbelt on in the back seat Apparently. Too? Oh, yeah. Really? I didn't. I mean, it's one of those dude, old wives' So I just start strapping my kids in. You really probably should. 
They need seatbelts. Well, the trunk's fine, but so if you have them in the back seat, you you have to put. They've them. been in the back there like lottery balls, <laughs> just clinging around. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that is brutal. I would be so. I didn't know. But you can't, I mean, you can't say that. You can't, I didn't know the law officer. Then, always, like, then you like start to, oh, th- this is what you're doing? All these people getting killed around here? <laughs> Guns, drugs, right? coronavirus. You're, you're on a no, federal grant. No, I'm recording grant. an album this weekend? <laughs> it was after. I'm on a federal grant. It's like, it was after. I was sent by God. <laughs> you said it was Saturday at four in the afternoon. Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday. I said it was Sunday because I left my keys in the green. Saturday. Tape. We record we these do. things. I, we do. What? said it was Saturday. Now with more on my face. Cam, stop it. two cameras. It. Play the song again. I love it. We have two cameras and a camera and we can't just call anything Cam anymore. We've got to <laughs> make sure we specify. Is the theme song still in your head? It is. I like that little piano. Yeah, it's little piano good. note there. I want to know more about this band. Dude, you want to talk about uh, the law? I want to stay in the law game for a minute because right. that is complete bullshit that you got that ticket. Yeah, okay, are you going to go to court or can you, can you I, fight it? I mean, I can't really. There's nothing. I mean, we go, wear a seatbelt. No. Okay. Sometimes you go though and they, they won't even be there. If this guy's like, federal grant just, runs out before the that, court date. Yeah. He's just there to send a message. Yeah. Maybe. Is it worth it? 60 bucks. I'm here on a federal grant. Isn't that weird? He, just, like he felt, he was just like, I'm here on a federal grant to write seatbelt tickets. Like I got to give this to you. I, I imagine him throwing his suitcase on the bed at home. <laughs> Babe. They're sending me to Oak Forest, <laughs> Illinois. Why? What's wrong? A bunch of people not wearing their seatbelts. While they're driving? No. <laughs> no. While they're riding passenger in an Uber. Isn't that near Save Chicago them. where they're having all those <laughs> gun issues? Yeah, we're not going near there. Hey, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was a little harsh. A good impression of him, though. But anyway. You want to talk about the law? What's up with the law? Well, I was in a, a courtroom yesterday. I oh, went yeah? to see Sarah, my wife, in action. Argue on um, trial? Argue in front of the appellate court. Ooh. Which that's was, exciting. Which is a, a, an intimidating situation. Yeah. You know, you got walk into her. these, uh, walk in, it's a tough venue. I believe you got to see her do a set. You got to see her do a set. How long did she do? 15. Okay. Kept getting heckled by these three <laughs> judges sitting right up front. <laughs> Always. Because that's the appellate court situation, which is kind of cool. They have three judges. Yeah. Because now they're like getting down to like, this guy was already found guilty. The case was interesting. Mm-hmm. The gang, it was a gang related um, crime. Okay. So now they're in pursuit. Something happened. Now the police are chasing this uh, um, car full of gang members that mm-hmm. were I don't know. And this guy, I guess, was here on a federal grant to <laughs> stop. These guys were not wearing seatbelts. Right, so the whole thing I think what happened was they weren't wearing their seatbelts. So the police come and then they, mm. they had an Uzi. Sure. And the guy pointed the Uzi out the window and shot uh, the cops, which I'm surprised you didn't do in that I Uber. I didn't you bring an your Uzi phone on the, I didn't. I was, I put the Uzi in the trunk. <laughs> I remember that skit I was growing up with. You would always talk about how you wanted to get a fucking Uzi <laughs> with the fucking silencer. <laughs> That's the most outside. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine just getting out of there with the Uzi and the silencer? Can you put a silencer on an Uzi? I have no idea. Well, anyway, so Sarah um, had a, the, this case was on appeal. She had to go up and restate mm. the facts why this guy was found guilty and, um, Getting peppered with questions mm-hmm. from the judges and a little crowd it work. It was great. I was like really excited for it because she killed it, man. That's she awesome. Did. And I was there for the case before. There was like four, co- so I saw four lawyers, four attorneys do their thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like a showcase. Yeah, yeah for sure. And when she does, stood out. When of does her the best four. fifteen? Good. She killed. Good. So I was very proud of her. She's great. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it was. Uh, 
Do we it's know funny, the like answer you're yet? In there. No, we don't know yet. Okay. So now we got to wait. Stay tuned. It's next week. <laughs> Coming up. The most shocking appeals decision yet. We can just turn this whole Sarah's thing. Sarah's just in a helicopter <laughs> with the judges. Um, but it's fun being downtown. I just love going downtown. And uh, it's cool being in the courtroom and then hearing sirens outside, knowing there's other crimes being committed right now. <laughs> right now. This is just going to keep turning. The circle of life. Oh, there's more business being created. You've spent, I've never spent much time down there. I used to work downtown yeah. when I was uh, in like high school, college. I actually worked at traffic court. What'd you do there? I handled, um, I did like filing and computer stuff. And then it kind of like, as I grew, I was like, uh, we handled people that got DUIs. Oh, wow. So if you got a DUI in Chicago, mm -hmm. you would come through traffic court. And more often than not, you would be put on like probation. You get like supervision, court okay. supervision. And during that supervision time, you have to go to like a victim impact panel. You have to go to alcohol and drug classes. Wow. So we would monitor you okay, throughout make sure this doing process. So these people would come in. And they'd have to sit down with me. I was like 19, 18. Mm -hmm. They must have been pissed off. Like, who the hell are you? What was your role in it? My role was to Make say, sure did you go to your classes? And they would have to have proof of the classes. Did okay. you go to the victim impact panel? They would have proof of that. And then. Um, That's yeah. a fun summer gig, though. Dude, it was huh? a great job. Get Dealing with the public. Nice people. And it was, uh, you know, I was hanging with these older people that were mm -hmm. like, they take me out. We go out to. The bars, go watch. I remember like the Jordan flu game. I was with my traffic court peeps. Just, you know. Like, all right, drive home safely. Oh, Callahan's. Um, yeah, just being out. Yeah, 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 we'd have to take the train. I'm kidding. We didn't I mess don't. around with the drive. Of course not. <laughs> I'm kidding. That'd be the word you guys were out afterwards. We'd scare the hell out of you, though. It, was, it should. It's good. It's important. I used to do this thing where I'd pull like the arrest reports. Mm -hmm. If I like, had to like, you know, take a break, you know. I was run to the bathroom. I'd grab a pile of arrest reports. Freedom. <laughs> the stuff you do pre-phones to keep yourself entertained. Just hilarious. <laughs> like one guy getting pulled over. He was like doing donuts on a, on a highway bridge. And Insane. then like the, the forthcoming, like the, how honest people were. Like, cause you know, have you been drinking? No. And like, but you read like, have you been drinking? And then, you know, defendant admitted drinking 14. <laughs> Over the course of 12 hours. So yeah. I'm fine. So that was, yeah, it was a fun job. Do you have any, like, uh, we should talk about jobs. Do you have any interesting jobs coming up? I never up? did. Oh, coming up? Yeah. I've got some weird ones. I have, uh, I have no, a- No, no, no. Like, but in your past, like- Yeah, I- uh, As you were coming up. I you worked were coming at, of age. I worked at McDonald's when I was 14 until I was 18. And- uh, That's right. Mm -hmm. And then- um, And you love, and you like McDonald's even after that experience, eh, right? I mean, not the same. No. I mean, once you're there for that long, you, you learn a little too much. Like I don't eat fast food pickles. I just think they're gross how they're just like this giant vat of them and you dump the juice out. It's gross. I just and then the pickles them. are just in a pile? Yeah. They're just sitting there and someone just grabs them by hand and throws them on a burger and they're just not, I don't know. And, and what pickle is that big around? Like it's like a dime. It's not. There's nothing. You just look at it and go, this doesn't look like a real food. You ever do the pickle race? Off the window? Yeah. We would do that from time to time. Yeah. yeah. What we used to do. Uh, this is ridiculous. We used to have these water fights. Have I ever told you the story where we'd like, like us versus other local McDonald's that after closing, oh yeah, we would like <laughs> get water Battle. balloons or like those giant McDonald's coolers that, you know, they use at like soccer games and stuff. And we'd like hide in the bushes and wait till they were leaving their shift at the end of the night and just drench the shit <laughs> out of them. <laughs> just random other McDonald's? We just, yeah. It was just this war we had with other McDonald's. Did you do it one, to anyone or did they have to be participating? It was only whoever was closing managers at the time. Yeah. 
and their shift. And until one of them got robbed at gunpoint in the drive-thru as they were leaving, we're like, oh, we probably shouldn't just lurk around these anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not by that. We had nothing to do with the robbery. Miss my participating joke. A participating Some of a franchise, right? That's good. That's very good. What's this McMillions that's out? I haven't seen it yet, but it's the documentary on the scandal. Uh, apparently, the McDonald's monopoly was not a fair game. Really? Apparently, some people got a hold of a way to rig it, and uh, they did just that. No kidding. Yeah. You know how, like, you get a billion people in, like, corp- in the corporate office here? I feel like they were related to people at McDonald's. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Um, but they were like funneling it down to people they knew. And it seems like a multi-year thing. I hear it's an awesome anymore. If you can't believe in McDonald's Monopoly. Unbelievable. Were you doing that then? Monopoly was out then when you were there, right? What do you think was the most popular thing that people ordered at McDonald's? What is it? An ex-cop turned security officer? Who's that? Who is? Oh, McMillions? Okay. And did he bust them? He rigged it. Oh, he was a security officer designed to like make sure everything was on the up and up, but he didn't know such thing. He was compromised. He was compromised. This guy? Mm-hmm. Really? So it was from within. He rigged it. Yeah. At corporate. And then how, do you, how do you make money on it? You funnel, because uh, you know how there's like a billion park places and you're like, all I need is boardwalk. I never played McDonald's. Okay. I don't play any of that bullshit. When you go to a grocery store and they're like, you're going to play the, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never done any of that. All right. Well, it seems like a fine time for me to explain it to you. Have then. you done it? Uh, yeah. Did you play? Well, of course. You we play couldn't. as an employee? No. So every time I'd pull a tab off, I'd be like, I quit and then pull a tab off. That was my little joke. <laughs> I started stand up at 14. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's my bit. Is that joke on your album? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, but you would, you'd play and then uh, you couldn't win anything big. If you won anything big, you'd have to give it to someone else and have them. I mean, what do you, free fries? You just go to a different store. Yeah. And pelt them with a water balloon. That's a great gig, though, to say you worked at McDonald's. It wasn't the worst. It must have been a hard job, though. And then I worked at a bowling alley. I was the uh, cosmic bowling DJ at Gala Lanes. I swear to God. DJ was a strong word. We had like a two disc, two two CD players, and I'd like fade one out while I faded the other one in during cosmic bowling on the weekends. Really? Yeah. Where was that at? Uh, Gala Lanes in, uh, it was Galaxy World Arcade in Gala Lanes on like North Avenue and Gary Avenue in Carroll Stream. Oh my. If Dude, I told my parents 16. I was going to work at a bowling alley, they'd be like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but, okay, but you're, you're not sure. working at a goddamn bowling. You know what goes got, in a bowling alley? You've got a lot more options out here here than that is so you're 16 in the suburbs you're working at a place that all your friends work at there's free bowling free pool free bumper cars free video games and free laser tag what better job in the world is there yeah that's a good gig i mean it was and and you, that's out in this in the burbs yeah but i mean everyone like when you were off work you'd spend more time there you know what i mean because yeah. everyone was everyone you knew was just there so we used to cut through a bowling alley parking lot when i walked to school oh yeah as a kid that was shady Oh, I'm sure. It was like whatever the hell was going on in that place. Yeah. But um, that's a cool gig. How did you I'm just, get into DJing though? I, I just said just, I. Yeah. I was like, I like music. And we just had like these top four. It was a lot of jock jams and a lot of um, a lot of like these. They had like these monthly CDs that they'd send out that you could buy a subscription of like all the most popular songs that month. So instead of buying a ton of albums, they just do. The, but also like twice a month, they'd just give me 50 bucks to go buy CDs at like a disc replay. It was great. Yeah, that's not a bad job. Yeah, I remember what you got paid there? Seven seventy-five an hour. Big money. Yeah, Sixteen man. years old. I think it was up to like nine or ten by the time I left. That was a side gig from McDonald's. Yeah, I was doing both. 
was working two jobs at 16. That's I mean, great neither hustle, one of them man. a lot. That says a lot about somebody. Neither one of them I'd do much at, but here and there, I'd, you know, a couple days a week, three hours here, two and a half hours there. I wasn't very good at either one of them. Yeah, man. But I, uh, I did it. Spinning records. It was. Dropping pickles. <laughs> it's, it's like I did. large. It's fla, the, fla. It's how, I, it's how I've always rolled. Like, who needs college? Yeah. I'm, I'm very employable at fast food locations and bowling alleys. I who needs a future? I never had a lot of jobs. I had no? like a. I was always like talking my way out of it. Like I got to go to basketball camp or I, you know, I'll get a job later, but I would pick up like random stuff, you know? I yeah. Like what? At, uh, well, in college I, I had jobs at, at school. Mm-hmm. Worked at like the bursar office there. Worked in catering. I got fired from all of them. Did you really? I reft. I was Were a, you a terrible employee. Real ref. I wasn't a terrible employee. I was just like lazy. I think Yeah, you wouldn't, I just wanted to be out socializing, hanging out. You know, I was um, not that focused on it. Yeah. You know. Did you get good grades in college? Yeah. I mean, decent. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, take the most challenging classes. Just try and get through? I majored in history. and That's I just. Classic yeah. Pat. Just coasted, man. I'm coaster. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, UD is, uh, they're shutting down all these universities now for coronavirus. Really? So Dayton. And this is why I feel bad for Dayton because they're in Number the midst th- of this incredible basketball season. They're ranked number three in the country. They're about to go into the tournament possibly as a one seed. That's crazy. That campus has got to be going bananas. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, party's over, go home. Just shut so down the whole school. It's a bummer, man. It's going to ruin, uh, it's going to ruin the experience. Really? It was a riot last night. There wasn't really a, a riot, riot. There was the cops came in and shot some, they're trying to make it bigger on the, uh, in the media than they are. It's really okay. kids that are pissed off that they can't party there. Yeah. That they're, they're being told to go home. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, well, some kids have nowhere to go. Right. Where do you go? It's a mess out there, man. That's why I got to, uh, you know, start thinking about with the travel. What do you think? I'm going until they tell me I can't yeah. go. I'm not, you know, I don't want anyone to get it and it's brutal. I don't want to spread it to anyone. Um, I don't know, man. It just feels like, are we not getting all the information that we should be having? I want to hear from, from, from science. Science science is talking right now. Yeah, not yet. But I'll tell you what, I got my buddy, uh, Brian, me and, you know, everyone's got their like smart friend. Yeah. This is my smart friend. And he said this for years that we're just, it's just a matter of time before something like this happens. It's got to. He's in like microbiology and, you know, he had always said, you know, talked about the 1918 flu and just a pandemic and how it's just a matter of time and sucks, man. 102 years. Right. I mean, that seems like a, but then you do hear that is just, it's not like, it's not going to kill everyone. Right. But it's killing a lot of people. Enough. And the more people who get it, the more people who can be killed. Like, like over 800 are dead in Italy. Like that's a big number. Yeah. That's hard to just, I don't know. I, I don't know if it, I don't know where I stand exactly. I, I don't think it's as bad as I hear sometimes, but I also don't want people acting like it's not a big deal at all. Right. Well, the good news is you could be dead before you have to pay that 60 bucks <laughs> to Oak Forest. <laughs> I've been out terrible. And then who's, <laughs> who's got the last laugh, Mr. Federal Grant? Not me, Pat. I'm dead. <laughs> well, I'll be there. Okay, good. Just You'll get the your last laugh. He says, ha ha. <laughs> No, I don't know, man. I've got, uh, I've got, I'm home this week and I have Nashville next week. And that's, uh, I don't know. I wonder how it's going to, the two things that have hit Nashville back to back, that's a, 
that's a tough run for them with, you know, if they start shutting stuff down now, right. After what they've gone through. So we'll see. Yeah. We need some good news around here. We just got to keep going. That's Be it. positive. We got to just wash your hands. That's it. Just wash Social your hands. distance. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Keep your mouth shut. Don't touch your face. That's all. <laughs> Would you wear a mask? No. If it, I mean, if it gets to that point where everyone needs to wear a mask, of course. But right now, aren't they saying that it could make it worse? Well, they're saying that they're they're needed by health workers and that no one else should have them. Uh, because every story has a counter story. Right. You know what I mean? In this day and age, everything you read, there's like an equal and opposite version of it. There's a meme going on right now, and I have no idea if it's real or not. But it's like, this was posted at a doctor's office the other day. And it's like a whiteboard that people have like written stats on. Oh, really? And it's like, okay, but I've seen a lot of things posted at a doctor's office that I don't really yeah. necessarily believe. Oh, man. I just hope it doesn't mess up the progress we're making with this podcast. I want to keep recording. <laughs> we might have to do it from isolated locations. I got to, I've been, next one. I've been uh, singing happy birthday three times uh, when I wash my hands. All verses. I do, how old are you now? I do add many more. <laughs> Skip around the room. Um, I do, I do Feliz Cumpleaños. I do it in Spanish. <laughs> Loudly in public most of the time. Even every public bathroom. Even, even when I'm not washing do. my hands yet. Just the whole time I'm in there, I just keep singing happy birthday over and over again. Well, I read that you shouldn't wash your hands. Because, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a counter. I want to do that. Well, I read. I'm going to do that when someone else is watching. There's always people, right? If I'm in a public bathroom, oh, yeah. Well, I heard you shouldn't wash your hands because build up immunity. (laughs) And you shouldn't cut your fingernails. You should collect as much bacteria as you can. That's the way you get used to it. It's a vaccine. I know that people are starting to hoard stuff, though. You can't get hand sanitizer anywhere. You can't even get online right now, they're saying. Mm -hmm. Toilet paper. It's a big one. Why, Why toilet paper? Yeah, I don't know. What does this virus do to you? I'm not, I think that's just like an old school one. Yeah. Toilet paper. That's like one of the coffee. Staples. Yeah. One of the staples. Canned Protein, soups. Some canned a lot foods. of soups here. We got some stuff. I don't know. We're, we're, we're trying to be chill, but they just canceled the Southside parade, the downtown parade. That's a big Both one. Both these St. Patrick's day parades are canceling a lot of stuff. I just don't want them to cancel any shows. I want to, we're here to keep people, uh, entertained. Loose. Someone's got to create content in these we difficult do times. Thing. Let's do these behind masks if we have to. So I'm heading out tomorrow to Norfolk. I'm going. Norfolk? Norfolk. Which one? Virginia? Virginia. What do they call it? They call it Norfolk, don't they? Norfolk, Nebraska. Right. And Norfolk, Virginia. Is they it call Norfolk? It something like that. It's something. It's not Norfolk? No Norfolk? one calls it Norfolk except for people who aren't from there. So oh, no which leads me to believe that we're right. Well, that's where I'm going. Okay. Norfolk, Virginia. What's there? What, How do they uh, say Virginia? Virginia. <laughs> Norfolk, Virginia. Virginia. And then I'm going to Cherokee, North Carolina. Back into North Carolina, we're um, making up a show that Sebastian had to cancel for the premiere of The Irishman. Ah, that'll happen. Back in September. (laughs) So we're going back to make up for it. What an incredible world that guy lives in. And then we're going to Baltimore. Four shows shows in Baltimore, Maryland, Saturday and Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, I just want to get through the weekend, man. I don't want anything weird to happen. I hope everyone is uh, staying safe out there. We love you people. Just wash your hands. Don't touch your face. I want this. Is it bad to say I want this podcast to spread like coronavirus? <laughs> it's it probably. probably bad. Because then eventually you don't want people forced to be inside. You can't, you know. Right. You don't want people to die from this podcast. There are some marketing opportunities there, though. I, I mean, for sure. <laughs> That's a good way to get it started. 
Um, but then the weekend after that, I'm going to Jersey um, by myself. Got my own shows at Bananas. Oh yeah, so excited about that. Where in Jersey? Hasbrook Heights. New I'm asking Jersey. like I know, I which I heard know. is a, a cool club. Yeah, and um, you know, Sebastian was actually telling me he worked there. He says right by Frank Sinatra's boyhood home. Really? You better believe I'll go. be knocking on that door. Of course you will be. No presidents nearby. Yeah. Do you have a map of where all the presidents were born and where all their museums no, are? No, Jim. I just. Whenever I go somewhere, I have to try and look in to see what's interesting. Okay. There. I'm just asking. It doesn't always have to be a president. Okay. Fair. Or a dead person. Are you a big... No, it's uh, usually a dead person, but well, sure. usually historical. Are you a big uh, old blue eyes fan? Yeah. 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 I like, yeah, I like Frank Sinatra. I like the stories surrounding mm -hmm. like the Rat Pack. I love the stories of them taking places over and being, you know... Just running shit. Yeah. They could. Who's going to stop them? I mean, I heard a story once that he was in Gene and Giorgetti's and just threw a steak off the wall. I mean, is that even true? <laughs> Who knows? No one knows. There's one good Sinatra story that I heard. Um, I think it was it Don Rickles. Anyway, he was somewhere and he's like, hey, I'm with this girl or I'm with these people. I really want to impress them. Can you come by and say hello? And then Sinatra comes by the table and says hello. And Rickles is like, will you leave us alone? I'm with my friends. Like, <laughs> it was absolutely Rickles. I feel like he told that story on Carson. That's fantastic. Oh, okay. so everyone's heard that story. <laughs> that's great. Not everyone's heard that story. That was for Cameron. It's great. It's for the young people. This is oral history. This is, <laughs> yeah, as a history major, this sure. is my contribution. I pass along stories. You're going to try and hit all the Rat Pack's boyhood homes? Um, I don't know if the, if the other ones are advertised. I'd love to go to Joey Bishop's house. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Where he grew up. Yeah. Been to Tom Dreesen's home in Harvey. That one's close. <laughs> he's not a rat no, pack. No, but he's, uh, he's Sinatra's, it was Sinatra's opener. Yeah. Who cares about openers? It's well, okay. All right. Hang on a second. I'm kidding. I'm a fucking I know, opener. I know. I know. You. That was unnecessary swear word. That's okay. All right. But anyway, we love you guys uh, tuning in and I uh, would love some feedback. We talked about some odd jobs. Send us some notes, some jobs you guys yeah, had. What have we'll you read, them, uh, read them online. Send us some places we need to check out when we're on the road. Jim's making fun of, me about, fun of me about all the historical places I go, but there's got to be some cool spots. Tell us what we should check out. Where do I hit up? What's historical about Nashville? Oh, come on, dude. I'll tell you what to go. You got like the beginner's guide in Nashville is just right. Scrape the top. Sure. Go to that country. I've been to Opry. I've, the been to, mm -hmm. I've been to the CMA, the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go to that Loveless Cafe? No. For fried chicken? Is that a good one? Dude, that is a great spot. Yeah. Every, it's everyone off the path though. It's not right in... Uh, the heart of Nashville. Okay. Everywhere I've ever been recommended to in Nashville is always just food or party based. Yeah. It's never been like, you should go to check out the library. You can go to Hermitage. It's Hermitage. That's Andrew Jackson's. <laughs> Andrew Jackson's home. <laughs> How have you not been to that one? I have. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been as an adult, but my kid, my parents took me there. That's where this comes from. You know, that I went from having involved parents. Ugh, my parents must be took nice. me all these places. Really? Yeah, but you should check that out. Been to like Monticello? Been to Monticello, yes. Been to, uh, I'm Mount trying Vernon. to think of Mount Vernon. That's the only other one I know. Damn it. Yeah. Where's FDR from? Hyde Park. Is he really? That's where I just was. Do you listen to this podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is a podcast? Let's start with that. All right. We're at our 35 minute mark. I kind of like this mark right here. It's a good spot to be at. About the time where I start saying stupid things. When you said Hyde Park, I started thinking Chicago for whatever reason. New York, like right outside. Remember when I was in Poughkeepsie? Mm -hmm. This is just yeah, yeah, last no, right, right, episode. Literally, it was the clip that we picked mm -hmm. to put out. Yeah, I didn't realize. It. I wasn't thinking it was FDR. I hope people are liking the two camera shoot. This was uh, this yeah. was feedback from Sebastian. How nice he. That was very nice. Out. 
I was so, going to see more Jim face and be like, you know what? One camera was fine. I, I was incorrect. the two camera is well received. I hope so. I was kind of, we were in the dark, had a hat on. Yeah. How do we do this? Do this we, do we split better. the screen? You'll be up in a box <laughs> and I'll be up in a box. Okay. What's, right. what's, on, what's behind us? What's the rest of the screen? Just what you see. Just, okay. But just half background. and half. Yeah. Okay. You think it should be like your oh, floating you said head? I'll be up in a box and you'll be up in a box. It sounded like there was going to be more there. What kind just, of budget do you think they you had? You just said split screen, which is what I had gone with, but you had corrected me to the same thing. You're going to have a background like you're going to be floating in space. And then I'm going <laughs> to, my background is just going to be, um, it's going to be 90. It's the whole screen is going to be you. And then I'm just going to be that on that blackboard behind you. I'm going to be here full screen. And then you're going to be right here on my shoulder. <laughs> just a little, like a parrot and a pirate. Tiny little gym head. Just, Hey, and every now and then I'm going to go like this and <laughs> pat your head and say, thanks for Perfect. being here. Way to go in your album. <laughs> Don't forget to put your seatbelt on. Oh my God. What that is, I'm so pissed for you about it's that. It's ridiculous. All right, check us out on our socials. Jimmy, plug it. At Jimmy Flan. That's Twitter you on Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. You, you got it. Oh, you, you different? I'm at McGann Pat on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then I'm at McGann underscore Pat on Instagram. Did you ever think about making the Twitter at McGann underscore Pat also, so it's the same? Can you just do that? I think you might be able to. You have to do it before this episode comes out and some I don't hacker know fan steals it. Yeah, I'm not going to. I don't know. Check us out on the socials. Thank God we have a producer who's young. Download and subscribe. And we'd love to interact with you guys a little bit more. If you want to send us some topic ideas, guest ideas, the guest thing, we've tried a couple times. (sighs) Great guests. Great guests. Yeah, but it's... It's us. It's not them. It's us. We got to figure out how to do a three-man booth. Maybe you just have me sit out. And we, we need more of a format, I think, mm, to have a guest. I think so, too. So, uh, just three people just sitting there trying to talk. We're growing. We're getting better. We're just in uh, podcast preschool. We're having fun. We're just learning how to walk here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, anyway, um, hope you guys have a great week. We'll be uh, dropping another episode next week. So, check us out. As I mentioned, we'd love to uh, review us on iTunes. That helps our standing. So if you can review, that would be awesome. And uh, we're looking to interact with people too. Send us some notes on our socials. You can uh, interact on the reviews as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to All Over the Place with Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan. See ya.